and welcome to The Wax Show. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Matt. And I'm TJ. And today we're going to be talking about something very important to me, which is going to be leadership. I'm going to start us off with a question to my fellow hosty hosts here. And I would like to know, what is leadership to you? Define it, describe it, however you can verbalize what you believe and feel leadership actually is. That's kind of what I'm looking for. And uh, the reason, just a little bit of background for the listeners, the reason I'm starting off with this is because there is a severe lack of education and understanding of what constitutes a good leader and specifically the differences between a leader and a commander. This is speaking with military background, but also is more just a general statement of leadership. So I don't know which one of you wants to go first, but that's where I want to start. I'll go. So I see it like it's close to what a boss is, but still different in the sense of like they're there. Part of it is, how, how do I say, like, they, they take on the blame and the responsibility in some ways. But the difference between, like, a leader and a boss is a leader is in the depths with the people that they're leading. And they help inspire and do different things. Whereas a boss just kind of delegates and tells others what to do and then just is like gone kind of from the scene um yeah it's kind of like that i know it's simple and short but that's kind of how i see the difference things don't need to be long and complicated to be you know accurate plus this is this is more of a i mean uh, avoiding bearing the lead or, or being facetious or anything ultimately Leadership is a kind of semi-ambiguous thing. There is no hard and fast definition other than they they are leading whatever leading they need. Gotcha. Uh, so don't don't feel like there's a right or wrong answer. This isn't like a quiz <laughs> show. All right, well, I'm going to give a hard and fast answer. And then I'm going to expand on it, and it will probably lead us into the discussion. Um, I think strictly if I wanted to boil down what a leader is to like just one sentiment it is somebody you want to follow and I would say the difference between a leader and a boss is a leader is somebody you want to follow a boss is perhaps somebody you have to follow or somebody who is just telling you what to do I would say um, my ideals of leadership are ideally a leader knows how to do the job he is telling people to do but that doesn't always have to be the case, depending on scope. Like, you know, if you're leading the entire country, let's say, you don't need to know how to test for a virus, you know, just to pull a, an example out of nowhere. But you do need to know, like, who has a good... You need, to, you need to know how to read people's track records and see who has exemplify themselves as good in a job and in a situation and pick the best person for the job and oversee all the moving parts so that they work in concert with each other well. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And that actually kind of touches on, on my personal opinion of, of what a leader 
is. Uh, so for me, leadership is leadership's a lot of things. It's it's something that I can't really put into one kind of concise idea, but I think the closest thing is something I, I recently posted is uh leadership is never surrendering the initiative so your team can remain proactive, not making reactionary choices on everyone's behalf. So that and you can tell that's got a lot of like military stank on the back. <laughs> um but basically translating it to a, a more commonplace and applicable interpretation is a leader, someone who leads, is the person who is responsible for ensuring their team can do their jobs, whatever that job or whatever that task may be. And I'd like to point out, when I say team, you can be a team of yourself. You can lead yourself. And people don't understand that. When they hear leader and they think of leadership, they think of somebody paving the way for other people or somebody issuing orders to other people. Yeah. That's not the case. You know, does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you, you can absolutely lead yourself. And in fact, that's a lot of, a lot of the issue that I see in people is, especially people with like confidence issues, speaking from experience of having confidence issues when I was younger, you, you lack confidence when you don't have guidance and direction, when you don't have inspiration. And some of the most confident people, some of the most successful people, I would argue, have been leaders for no one but themselves at least once in their life. And there's there's other words that this idea can go by. Uh, again, initiative is kind of along, along that same line, stuff like that. Um, but that's something that I think a lot of people misunderstand and forget. And that's when you start getting into that drought of like, oh, this is a helpless situation, or oh, I can't do anything. You can. You just need to inspire yourself to do. You need to lead yourself. You need to seize your initiative. Stay proactive. Because um, all this. All this decision-making after the fact kind of stuff, that, that second half of, of my definition of making reactionary choices on everyone's behalf, that's not what leaders do. Leaders do not simply react. It's not about making the best decision after the fact. That's not being a leader. That's being a problem solver. That's being a triage master for a situation. I don't know if you guys have, have input on that kind of difference between proactive versus reactive applying to leadership i'm just thinking because i was gonna say, one thing i was gonna say is a leader is someone who um defend it's 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 situate it's situational i think in the sense of like if someone on their team first i'll say i agree with leading yourself i think it's a very great comment i had never really thought about it like that but when there's others involved, like you're leading others. Um, mm -hmm. If they mess something up, you don't, it's not berated. It's more of a teaching. Yeah. Coaching. Like you, you defend. And if you need to defend them in front of somebody, you do that. And then behind you coach them. Like, it's not about 
making them feel like a complete failure in front of others. Not at all, yeah. but like, I don't know how to exactly yeah. say what I'm trying to say. You're, I think what you're describing is loyalty is one of the core components of leadership. A leader must be loyal to their team Yeah. above all else. I think that's kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. You just made me think of something. Because when you said, like, a leader shouldn't berate somebody that's messed up, my, my initial, like, gut response was, no, I think there's totally a time and place for berating somebody. Uh, but then I thought about it more as you talked, and I think what it actually is is sometimes you need to get really close to berating somebody to make them understand just how bad they fucked up and how bad they, you know fucked up the situation for everybody but it doesn't have to be like berating them and making them feel bad isn't the goal it might be what you do and doing what you should do for what i'm going to say in a second and berating somebody may seem indistinguishable but really what you should do if somebody fucks up is you need to make them understand all the implications of their mistake in the greater scheme of things you always need to have an eye on the entire field you need to make the individual cogs, the individual people understand, like, this is how your piece affects everyone. This is why you need to do as good as you can or excellence or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, I think I think the difference is the rating may be too direct and too strong of a, or too poignant of a phrase. Um but yeah, I in part of again another component of leadership, which is why it's so hard to define in a simple you know definition, is an important component, an important facet of being a good leader. There's a difference between being a leader, a good leader, and a great leader, which I was gonna I was gonna get to a little bit later. But being a good leader involves exactly what what Matt was just talking about, but also from the perspective of TJ, a good leader understands the kind of feedback each and every member of his team needs to grow. Yeah. Some people respond to near beration, as, as Matt explained, and some situations certainly call for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I agree with that. However, as someone who does not respond well and effectively shuts down to that kind of thing, my leaders in the past picked up on that and figured out I beat myself up enough <laughs> kind of thing. So so instead, they take the more educational approach. They still, you know, explain that I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, fucking no, up. of course. Like, that's, that's still going to yeah. be there. But they spin it in a way where it's, this is why you fucked up, and this is how you're not going to. And a leader that can recognize that should be the core of the argument instead of, I can't believe you fucked up. This is awful. You can't do this again. Berate, berate, berate. Some people respond well to that. Type A personalities super respond well to that because they recognize it as a challenge. Whereas different personalities are going to be completely shut down or completely, you know, it's it actually ties into an excellent book, excellent short book about this kind of stuff. And it's it's more about like what kind of worker are you? And it uses the analogy of a bus. There are basically four, technically five different classifications of an employee. It's specifically what this book was about. And you have you have a driver, you have runners, you have walkers, and you have 
Outriders. And basically, it talks about how each one of those needs to have specific kind of responses, uh, which is exactly what we're talking about right now. And that's, you need to be careful how you discipline and react to your runners because they're the ones that make the bus go. It's like a Flintstone style bus, basically. If you, if you shoot them down too fast and too hard, they will stop running because they're just too worried about fucking up again. Whereas the walkers need to be pushed harder. They need to be, they need to be the ones that are kind of, you know, pseudo berated and like explain, you know, this is wrong. You need to be part of the team. You need to do this harder kind of thing. They're the ones that'll skim by and do just enough work. And then the riders are the people who are super sandbagging the whole fucking team. And those ones just need to be cut off. They need to be kicked off the bus. That's basic, basic quick summary of the whole thing. I like that analogy. I like, um, fuck. How is it? You, you said, um, sometimes you need, you, a, a leader just needs to tell you how you messed up and how you're not going to do it again. And that made me think like, like just, just simply the way you put that, like, it's not that I'm not going to fuck up again. It's how I'm not going to fuck up again. But also there's that, that nugget of like, you're not going to mess up again. This is how you're going to do it. And it's not going to happen again. It's like, I don't know. It's just that spe very specific yeah. phrasing is inspiring a bit. Yeah, and, and that kind of phrasing, that concept, is why my definition of leadership is what it is. Is because you are reacting for the sake of being proactive in the future. Even your reactions as a leader should target beating out issues before they happen. Even if it's already happened, like making sure it doesn't happen again is turning a reactionary approach into a proactive mm. approach. It's, it's saying, this has happened... Because you have to react. There's no such thing as, as being able to never have to react. That's impossible yeah. in today's day and age. But if you can turn it into something that's preventative, then that's that's where the true shine of, of a, a leader comes in. Is you're there not to make decisions. That is part of the situation. But that's what your team is there for. Your team needs to be empowered to make the decisions because you can't be everywhere. You can't be part of everything. And there's too many leaders out there trying to make every single fucking call for their team. And it's infuriating. You need to trust your team. You need to empower them to make their decisions for you. But you need to set them up for success. And that's what a leader is. A leader sets their people up for success. And too many leaders are worried about their own fucking success over their team's success. And that causes failures. And it is infuriating. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Or, uh, I mean, I agree with you completely. I was just thinking about a situation I was in where I tried to do that, but then I got backstabbed. Which sucked. Yeah. That's, that's also the other rough part is I can't totally blame, you know, leaders for not putting their team before themselves because ultimately a leader is just a person as well that if they can't trust their team which there's been numerous 
worldwide examples of leaders not being able to trust their team to have their backs, it's natural to worry about that kind of stuff. So it's there's only so much blame that can be pointed on yeah. leaders. Which also that brings up a unless someone had a, a quick thing, I have a I have a segue which ties back to Matt's definition. No, I go for it. I was just gonna say that I think one of the keys to leaders and following leaders is just respect between both of both parties. Absolutely, it's a really big component. Yeah, and that respect comes from understanding the strengths and weaknesses of each other and a lot of other factors. But yeah, if you have respect for each other and not just respect for the positions, then that's super valuable. Um, but going, jumping back to think one of the components of of matt's definition or maybe it was yours tj of of basically a leader is someone who takes responsibility and also is is the one who gets blamed i think that was you actually tj uh yeah while while that's a component of it i don't think that's characteristic specifically of a leader i think that actually falls under more of a commander which commander and boss, I would say, are probably comparable or interchangeable. And the difference is a commander issues orders. A leader ensures success. Because hmm. your boss tells you what your tasks are for the day. Your boss double checks that things are getting done and done the right way. Your boss sends it up the chain of command to the next person or sends it up to you know the manager your team leader sends it up to the manager and the manager sends it up blah 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 that's a boss that's a commander they tell you what to do they make sure it gets done and they report how it was done and whether it got done at all a leader is that same team leader that that same you know team manager however you want to describe it is simultaneous if they're good they're simultaneously a commander and a leader which ties into a little bit of, of Matt's description of not only do they tell you what to do, they tell you how to do it and they help you get it done right. Those last two components, ensuring success by helping you get it done right and setting you up for success by telling you how to do it, that's what makes a leader out of a commander. Does that, does that kind of make sense? Do you guys agree with yeah, that? Yeah, no, like, I... I've always been happy with the fact that I worked as a student worker before I worked as a student manager. Uh, I work in a, a, a campus library, for those that haven't seen the first episode. Um, and I've, I've, I've always liked that because I understand exactly what the students are supposed to be doing. And so when they fuck up, I can tell them, this is exactly how that's done. This is how I would do it because I've done it that way and I know I am very efficient and good at that job and good at my current job. Perfect. Yeah, that's a great example. I um one of my my section commander, my captain in my intel shop in the army. I fucking hated him when he first got there and and we got rolling. But by the end, I fucking love that man like a brother. Holy shit. He was always on my ass. He was always giving me shit. But goddamn, if he didn't respect that I knew how to do what I was doing, and if he, like, he was there 100% of the way, we learned shit together, he taught me how to do stuff, 
He explained why things were important because knowing why is super valuable, at least yep. to me. Mm-hmm. Like, god damn, he was he was a good leader. He was amazing. I th- he's probably a major, maybe a lieutenant colonel now if he's still in. He is amazing. Love that guy. Um, excellent example of a leader. Uh, and he is what I would call a great leader, which will roll into... I wanted to describe the difference between a leader, a good leader, and a great leader. A leader is somebody who does what it takes to make sure their team is successful. That's, again, maintaining the initiative, making reactionary choices to be proactive, letting his team make decisions, not having to micromanage. That's a leader. A good leader takes it a step further, and the good leader follows through, and he's there every step of the way, like you were talking about earlier, and he, you know, he learns the, the, the proper ways to communicate with each of his members of his team. Like, uh, like you, you had kind of, uh, shined on a little bit, TJ, and we elaborated on a great leader. You don't get to decide if you're a great leader. There is no such thing as a self-made great leader. The only great leaders are the ones that are called great by the people who follow them. The difference between a good leader and a great leader is a great leader is acknowledged as such. That's the only difference. You are not a great leader if people do not say you are a great leader. That makes sense. Because the difference between a good leader and a great leader is that level of respect you were talking about. And that respect is earned, not defined. I, I don't have any disagreements to that. <laughs> I really wanted if you're not, if are you done? I liked all everything you said, but yeah. I okay. I really wanted to talk about that whole like the thing you brought up and thing I really fucking look for and strive for is understanding why. Anytime I am told to do something that I've never done before, I'm always asking why. Why are we doing it this way? Can we do it a better way? And every once in a while my boss or whoever is telling me to do it will just be like that's just the way it's done blah 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 and it's always so fucking unsatisfying when that's the response when they don't know why or when Mm -hmm. i will give like a very like i will have an idea for something that could be done better i will sit on it for like a week and i will bring it to my boss or whoever i think would implement it best and i will be like why are we doing that this way and number of fucking times I have heard something along the lines of, oh, yeah, I suggested that, but nobody wants to hear it. Or, uh, you know, it's just the way things it's been done that way for so long. Nobody's going to change it. It infuriates me. It's clear. I'm going to go ahead and assume example of bad leadership when your fucking employees can't, you know, your ground floor people who see this shit happen and are like, this would be better if it was done this way. Cannot expect their leaders to affect change or explain why that change actually isn't a good idea. It's a, uh, it's infuriating. Yeah, no, a hundred percent agreed. I'm always looking to make things better. <laughs> I, that and un- understanding why something's done in a certain way just fills you with so much more like confidence in getting it done. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, it's like, oh yeah, it's done this way, not because that's how it's always been done, but 
because there's a reason behind it. There's a purpose to what you're doing and the way you're doing it. And that's, it just, it's got so much meaning behind it. I am always of the mind that I would rather possibly waste my time and annoy my leader by asking too many questions than to do something wrong and have to do it again. And if you just explain to me why something is done away, you are answering 50% of my questions. But if you're like, that's just how it's done. All right, cool. I don't know. I I guess I don't get to know why or what we're trying to accomplish with something. So I'm going to ask you twice as many fucking questions because do you want it done this way or this way? Because I don't know why we're doing it. So I don't know which one's better. I don't know what your goal is. Yeah, and and I I think I love I love that phrasing there. I don't know what your goal is. Leaders should make sure the goal is very clear to the person because understanding the end result, the desired end result, helps you make every single decision. Mm-hmm. So, and go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, no, please. Go I ahead. was in a journalist class um, a while back, and one of the news anchors from around here, one of our local news anchors um not is it audited they were in the class with us yes it's audited audited. okay so i was fortunate enough to get to partner with her for the whole semester so she became like a mentor to me very cool lady but we were going in to do a story for the paper and one of the things one of the most memorable things she told me was anytime she goes into an interview or like just to go find out information, even if she knows some about it, she acts as if she knows nothing about that topic so that she's not afraid to ask any question about it from that person. Which I thought was really cool. That's, yeah, that's actually really interesting. And it keeps you open to new information as well. That's actually really awesome. And it keeps you from assuming the wrong thing. Yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah, I, that that's always stuck with me. So I try to do that going in, not just like journalist stuff, but anything I do. Like, okay. I think one of the other subtle things about that great example is that means she's never scared to ask a question. Yeah. Which I feel like, and me included, so many people are so concerned to speak up. And it is, it is getting to crippling levels. Like, so many, so many negative outcomes, so many negative results have come from somebody not having the confidence or being in an environment that makes them comfortable to speak up. Great example, my, uh, my brother was in a meeting, and two people in the meeting, I'm going to keep it really vague because... I don't know HIPAA and he works with medical stuff, so I'm leaving it at that. But he was in a meeting. Two people were talking about a trouble ticket that came through for something they were working on. The guy who submitted the trouble ticket was in the fucking meeting call. And the two people just kept arguing about the ticket and what it meant instead of asking the guy who submitted the ticket. And no one in that call felt comfortable or confident enough to interrupt the two bosses arguing and say, why don't we just fucking ask him? <laughs> yeah, that's sad. They wasted 
I don't know how long the argument was. It was probably just a couple minutes, but realistically, we've all seen a scenario similar to that where fucking hours of time was wasted working on the wrong shit because the one guy who was probably low on the totem pole did not have the confidence or felt comfortable enough to simply speak the simple logic that would have fixed the emotionally charged problem. Yeah. And that's a sign of bad leadership. If your people can't come to you with solutions and don't feel comfortable being told, no, that's not a good solution, and here is why, then you're fucking up. You need to fix your leadership skill. And no one's a perfect leader. Hell no, there's no such thing as a perfect leader. But you can sure as hell do everything you can to improve as a leader. And that's number one. Figure out why your team isn't comfortable with saying, this isn't right, or here's a better answer, or why don't we just do this? Be ready to explain to them why. That goes back to our last point of explain why it's done that way, or explain why that's not a good idea. But if they aren't coming to you with that, you need to reevaluate your leadership. Oh. And I'll, I'll flip it just a little bit. I completely agree with you. I'll flip, not really flip, but for the non-leader position person if you follower yeah if you take your idea to them and they ultimately say no don't feel bad and don't be afraid to continue to ask questions that's a great point yeah don't feel like your pp got stepped on y'all it happens just let it go and have another idea ready like it happened that's a fucking great point yeah it leads into the backstabbing that kind of happened with me and it was I had said no to a couple things and it completely upset them and turned it almost into like middle school level stuff um, yeah don't be a fucking snowflake yeah. and it was just or, you know just a child because <laughs> sometimes sometimes from leader to follow it's just difference of opinion on whatever that specific topic is for that thing and sometimes neither yeah, person and... is right or wrong. It just is. So I, that's what I mean. You just got to take back and be like, all right, is what it is. Yeah, I, I would love to know, looking back on it now, do you feel like maybe if you had explained it or explained why you made your choices better to that person, you think maybe they would have not taken it so poorly? No. <laughs> oh, that's just yeah. them? Okay. Oh, because I was even... I mean, that's fair. Even, that happens. Even <laughs> before stuff blew up, I was like... I had said no. I'm like, give give my option a try. Because we were debating on what to do. Like, give my option a try. And if it doesn't work, then we'll try your way. But even with that, they wanted nothing to do with it. I mean... Yeah... Sometimes to be an effective leader, you got to be willing to be mean. Yeah. Sometimes that's the case. Another time is figuring out compromise is a big part of it, too, which knowing when you should aim for compromise versus stonewalling versus your your example, TJ, of like, try method one, then we'll try method two kind of thing. Yeah. It's leading is not easy. Like, I, I feel like that's another another hard misconception is people just assume well you were put in a leadership position 
It's not that hard to lead. <laughs> yes, it fucking is. It goes back to your bus thing, too. Not everyone's built for leadership. Yeah, I mean, between that and then taking the perspective of remembering that you can be a leader of yourself, how many people aren't leading themselves to success or at least trying to? Like, that's the thing, too, is not every leader is going to be successful even if they do the right thing. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes things just don't pan out. But the fact that you're at least trying to lead yourself is important. The point I'm driving home here is there's so many people not even fucking trying to lead themselves. If leading's easy, there's no excuse for that. If leading's hard, then at least there's an understanding and there's a reason that not everyone's trying to be a leader for themselves. It's fucking hard. It takes energy. It takes drive and motivation to get up every day and say, I'm going to fucking do this. And that's, that's the you hardest know? part. It's doing it every day. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. And honestly, it only gets harder the more people you're doing it for. Yeah. So for anybody out there listening to this who maybe is either inspired or didn't think of it that way and you want to try and become a better leader, start with yourself because that's as easy as it gets. Now, sometimes the motivation of I have somebody depending on me can be super helpful. Again, that's going to be difference of opinion, but don't don't we all depend on ourselves should start with your <laughs> start with leading yourself y'all lead yourself you start leading yourself you'll be more comfortable leading other people you'll be more comfortable speaking up to your leaders so on and so forth start with leading yourself do not surrender your initiative stay proactive make choices be decisive but yeah sorry this kind of turned into a little bit of a lecture sorry guys no, but um that's great it's no it's fine it's a, it's something I really, really fucking care about and see people just completely drop. Be a leader. This is also the episode where I just say yeah a bunch of times. Yeah, same. <laughs> I, I did want to bring up, though, that uh, if you see somebody being a bad leader, two things. One, you know, in all things, everybody has a first time doing something. Perhaps this is their first leadership. They're still learning how to be a leader. And just because you're a follower doesn't mean that only they can teach you. You can teach them. You need to communicate your needs. You, like the leader doesn't have to be the sole person responsible for understanding what you need. If you know that you don't respond well to being yelled at, or if you know that you respond very well to have somebody having somebody give you an itemized list of all the ways that you fucked up so that you can simply focus on not doing those things again, you know, communicate that shit. You can make somebody a better leader by being a better follower, if that makes sense. Yeah, basically a better team player. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. I love that you brought that up. Because, hey, y'all, guess what? People aren't fucking psychic. They don't know things about you that you know about you. So educate them. That I think that goes you know? hand in hand with the... You need to be willing to ask all the questions. You also need to be willing to, you know say all the things like you know me dan i'm completely comfortable i'm not the most confident person ever but i am completely comfortable with making sure that information is out there whether it's simply the information that i need some more information so you know asking questions or like making sure that something i just said came across correctly like hey guys i feel like that came across more sarcastic than i intended i actually meant this 
or you know i'm always willing to to say some redundant shit to clarify something to make sure it came across exactly as i intended yeah exactly and that's that's great because uh i think this will be a great you know wrapping up point leaving it with this again a little bit of military knowledge that is totally applicable to everyday life and i tell my brother this i don't know how many times in a week but there is a saying that i thought was dumb as shit when i started but damn do i hold it dear to my heart now slow is smooth smooth is fast do it right the first fucking time because if you try to do it quick and fuck it up you're just going to waste more time doing it again and again till it's right than you would have if you just did it right the first time, yep. even if it was slower. I love the idea that that, you know, over saying that 7,000 times to whoever you say it to, you can simply abbreviate it to, hey, just remember, slow is fast. Yeah, basically, more or less. I'm going to fucking remember to, that shit. To, yeah, no, it's it's great. and And again... It's a military piece of knowledge, but it applies to everything in life. If you do something slow, meticulous, make sure it's done right. It'll go smoothly, which means it was done as fast as it could because you made sure it was right. Cooking is a great mm-hmm. example. If you're cooking, measure the right amount of shit out. Make sure you have your stuff prepped. It's a little bit slower on the front end, but you're not going to go, ah, oh, fuck, I don't have the milk, and you just wasted a bunch of shit. And you gotta come up with something else new to do. Yeah, that's, that's fair. But I'm not a measurer. <laughs> You're an animal. Yeah, me- measuring or missing components of it. You know, just as a cooking example, uh, from a photography standpoint, for for you, TJ, making sure your lighting is right or at least you know a semblance of what it should be before starting to take photos <laughs> is probably a good call. Going back and adjusting is, I, from what I understand, part of the process. But just starting to take pictures and going, oh, no, we need a light there and a light there. That's going to take a lot longer, right? Um, yeah, that's a little more complicated depending on the situation. But yeah, for, for this context. Fair yeah. enough. Because there's. Okay. But yeah, the point is you can apply it to everyday yeah. things. There's, <laughs> you say it like that. There's commercial shoots where you actually start with no lights and then you add one light at a time and light the object exactly how you want it. So it's the same concept opposite that's yeah that's a perfect example instead of just throwing all the lights up you make sure you have the lights exactly where you need them it's a slower process you're reviewing every picture as you go but instead of throwing all the lights up and then not knowing which one's the fucking problem you know (laughs) yeah so i i love that as the end point um and I, i love your guys input you know i i feel like i've grown in my understanding and my feedback on on knowing what a good leader is and what people think leadership is from your guys' definitions and your input. And and I, I love it. I just, oh yeah. Also, for the love of God, if there is an education reform, have leadership courses. It will help young people's confidence so fucking much. Just going to throw that yeah. in. <laughs> <sighs> I, what was that? Episode six, I think? We had a whole episode in education. Episode... I could throw it in the pile. Episode. I looked earlier because something Dan said reminded me of. I'm like, oh yeah, that would fit with education. I forget exactly what it was now, but but yeah, I I think that kind of brings us to a, a nice closing point there. Um, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. Does anybody else have? Do either you have anything you want to add at the end here? Or revisit? No, I'm good. No, nope, I think uh, yeah. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, and anyone who's listening, please feel free to share this to, to anyone you think might find it interesting, inspiring, educational, valuable in any way, shape, or form. I know it's it's not it's not quite it's not quite as funny as a lot of our previous episodes, but it is something that I'm extremely passionate about, and I think people need to understand more and and think about more. So, anyway, this has been the Wax Show. I've been your host Dan. I was Matt. I'm DJ. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Go out and uh, lead yourselves today. Have a good one. Bye. Woo.